Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. The three mics are going nowhere. Nowhere in particular. That's right. Nowhere in particular. Cabinet Curiosities to be exact. Come see the three mics live on stage on Sunday, November 12th, and nowhere in particular, Cabinet of Curiosities in Kettering, Ohio. Get your tickets and all your info at www.the3mics.com. The three mics live at nowhere in particular. Sunday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets now. right in the just, just, just right in there. You guys remember that guy that was on the local news several times? Mike Shea uh, made it to the fucking oh, yeah. final yeah, round. Semi, well, semifinals. Semis? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there is yeah, semifinals. They yeah. They're bracketed. Danny, I told you Danny is awesome. Yeah, he was funny. Um, I was the guy, the other guy whose name I'm blanking on, who who won the semi pro round, Jeremiah. He was funny. I thought Johnny had a better set though. Johnny. Johnny Woods. Oh, Johnny did semi-pro? Yeah. I thought he had a better set than, than Jeremy. He didn't Jeremy. make it? No, he didn't make it through. It was, it was uh, they do, you vote for three amateurs and two semi-pros. Yeah. And there was four semi-pros <coughs> that night. So forget who the other guy was. I had never seen him before. He was, a, he was goofy. I think he was just there to have fun. I don't think did uh, Luke Willoughby end up making it through? <sighs> Crap. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I didn't recognize the two guys who made it through with me. I, I but but so Johnny and I were from Dayton. Yeah. Nobody else on the show was local. It was yeah, all was guys. From it was like all Indiana people from sure. from Indy and Kentucky. That's why there's and, only ten people. That's why there was nobody in the fucking room because there was yeah there was no local draw. So, um, so how many did you compete against? Three made it through. I right. compete. Well, actually, I sent you guys the picture. Um, <coughs> I think it was like ten. You sent us the picture amateur. of who all went through. I think it was like ten yeah. amateurs. Um. One, two, well, but we also had three or four not show up. Oh, so Jesus. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It was like a, so there was 11 amateurs <coughs> and three or four didn't show up. And they and what was funny was they had, they knew people were coming in late, so they literally just waited for the host because the host went up between everybody and just had him go, all right, up next is this guy. All right, up next is, and they would just go until the next person came up. So. Yes, sir. But I will say the folks who were there were into it. It's just when you got a room that big with only 10 people in it, and then they had all the comics come sit up with the audience to make the room feel yeah. a little more full, but comics don't make great audience members. No. <laughs> Especially not ones that are competing against you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, But, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was hit or miss. There were, some, there were some guys who went up who definitely, like, weren't going through, like, just didn't have a good set, but... The three of us who got through, I thought it was between me and probably like five other guys. Hell yeah. So. Hell when are the semis? I'm not sure. I got to look into that. 
Again, again, this is the one that I've been saying. I didn't even know I signed up yeah. for this, so I'm a little. Oh, you forgot you signed up for this it. This is the one. This is the one that I was like. I think they lost my submission from last year because last year I submitted. And I never heard back, and then when they sent my uh, my email with my date on it this year, they were like, you know, sorry, sorry if this is coming late. We had a lot of a lot of submissions, and some of them got lost. And I was like, I bet they lost mine from last year and found it, and are now like, fuck it, we'll give them this year. Like I can count on one hand the number of times I've had good sex, and most of those times were with that one hand. I used heroin for two years early on in my adulthood. I only used it for one year, though. First year was awesome. I have a dream catcher hanging above my bed. It's just a picture of my future children. Because once you have kids, your dreams don't matter anymore. I love go bananas, too. It's a thing. Fun, fun really place. cool. Yeah. I'd like to... I mean, I don't know who books the shows there, but yeah. I'd like to hit them up about a hosting weekend there. That'd yeah, be pretty they're dope. tough to get into. Are they? Yeah, they're very, very, very local. Yeah. They they show they show more love to local folks than Dayton does. I mean, it's. I'll tell them I'm from Cincinnati. <laughs> from Miamisburg, that kind of Cincinnati, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about forty-five minutes, full longer yeah. than fifty minutes away. Hey, I'm. At least twenty percent of the way from between yeah. Dayton and Cincinnati. That's true. Further south, so. I would rather drive to Cincinnati from your place than my place. For sure. For sure. That's because I'm from Cincinnati. Yeah. <coughs> exactly. That's what we're going by. I'll just show them the fucking. Yeah, get all nine three seven area code. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've got an eight zero three area code. Yeah, because I refuse to change it. Because <laughs> if you get a local number, it's a nine th- where he lives. It's a nine three seven. They well, start doing I'll get a Google ones. number. It's just well by by the time I moved up here, my phone number was attached to fucking everything. So um, I feel like I do actually have a, a a Google Voice phone number as well. We used to use it when we would do live call-ins on the old show. Um, it's still active. Every year they send me a thing like you haven't used this in a year. Please start using it. We're gonna vacate your number, so I'll text myself from it. Just the word cunt thirty times. Yeah, that's just fun. just keep the number active just just to have it just in case. Pulled the records. You really don't like yourself. I really don't. No, man. Why do you send yourself dick pics? It's not even your dick. You coming to the late night Friday, Mike? This uh, week? Gonna try. Late night Friday, Mike. The one tomorrow night is in lunch, eleven o'clock. Gonna try. I have not had like five minutes to myself this week, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna try. I'm a little tired, but I heard uh, you were pretty deep on that fucking uh, <coughs> nowhere in particular. List Fifth, number fifteen out of twenty. What Jesus. comics? We had twenty yeah. comics at what nowhere. But the here's the thing: fuck? there was also a I heard t- it was a great time. There was though. also a ton of audience members who were into the show, with the exception of a couple of comics. Whose name who shall remain nameless for the time being? Um, everyone had a great fucking set. Wait, wait, how's there twenty? There's twenty comics in Dayton. Like I'm- I know, <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of folks I did I had never seen before. But like like Ray went up, Jeff went up, Mark went up, Johnny went up, I went up. No, I mean Nolan obviously went up. Zane went up, Allie went up. Um, a couple dudes I didn't recognize. A dude that had signed up for uh, for my mic was there. And then he no showed my mic. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he was here, but no showed your mic. Yeah. What a bitch. Uh, you can give me that name <laughs> later. Um, couple people fucking no showed my mic. Dude, fucking Mike Shane no showed my mic. I know. Mic. What a what a fucking <laughs> hack. Did, it, did 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 Zane tell you about? Did Zane and Allie talk to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. They texted me as soon as they left. No okay. Because um, they were leaving right as I was. I was going to text you, but I was right before I was about to go up. It would have been uh, pointless for like yeah. nobody did well. 
Oh, then, really? Like, there, no, there was literally not a single patron there. Like, oh, no. I didn't even have any musicians sign up. Really? Like, oh, damn. Until people started pouring in, it was literally just me and Josh Grisham hanging out. Damn. Devin was sucking us off. Nice. Our penises. Well, see, there you go. That's not a night wasted. Yeah, yeah. it was. He wasn't very good at it. <laughs> Well, I was gonna try to go. To, I was gonna try to do all three last night, but we didn't. I didn't get out of. Did you end up doing Bojang? No, because I didn't even. I didn't even get out of nowhere till nine thirty. Could have made it at Bojang. I could have, but it I wanted the open mic was after the showcase. No, I know, <laughs> but I also wanted to drop my stuff off at the house. Yeah, before, I did because I didn't want to go over there with the speakers and shit in my car. And then by the time I got what's Carrollton, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like driving around with that shit in my car because 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 if somebody stole it right now, it's not getting replaced. I Fair. do not have the money to replace that yeah. speaker. That is an expensive speaker. Um, so I so I was so I got home and was pulling stuff out of the car, and I was just kind of like, "I'm fucking tired." <laughs> I, I I went to bed at like ten o'clock. So, Word. yeah, yeah, no, nowhere slapped last night. It was I've never seen it. I just can't believe there's twenty comments. Yeah, that blows my fuck. There's been nights where I've gone to Carmichael's and had and been like twenty second or twenty third on the list. Yeah, so weird to me. I remember there's like maybe twelve. Yeah, if you're like honestly, John, all the people that recently started, I can probably name twenty Dayton comics off yeah. my, the top of my head. Johnny, Johnny, and I were actually talking about that last night with Mark Perkins when we were sitting outside waiting for the thousand comics to go through so it was our turn. Um, because Mark was like, you know, he's like. Because he's got campfire comedy going, and there's so many mics, and he was just kind of remarking on how busy the scene is. And Johnny were like, he and I were both like, yeah, it was not like this pre-COVID. Um, there was a little bit of a bubble there for a couple of years where stuff was popping off, but it just just the scene in general just was yeah. it just was very negative and very gatekeepy, and there wasn't a lot going on. And um, I don't know, COVID kind of forced everybody, I think, to reevaluate and then just we just got well, a lot the, of new we got a lot of new blood too a lot of inspiration arose out of the pandemic people that were had all this extra time to consume all of these everybody all their content and videos and comedy and yeah. movies like they had all that time to just watch it and not do shit else and it gave them all inspiration to fucking try well, and so. travis isn't around as much either let's be that honest. helps <laughs> yeah there's a guy I, I i name dropped a couple of guys with joe with he's Johnny. too busy being sappy on facebook every I know. day <laughs> what oh I, I i don't follow him i don't follow him on facebook um but no johnny and i were like yeah he's like there are just there's a few there's a few dudes who aren't around anymore or at least not around as much and it's made a big fucking difference <laughs> Yeah. He used to discourage the shit out of new comics, and it was fucking awful. He used to discourage anybody, anybody who seemed like they were, like five years ago. If Jeff Allen had and Mark Perkins were trying to do Campfire Comedy five quit. years ago, he would have told them no. He, they, he, there were there were there were several comics in the scene at the time who would have who would have made their lives hell. Yeah, and it wouldn't have gone. And there's well. still old heads that like try to shit on people for like oh wh how the fuck are you headlining why you yeah. you have no fucking right to headline yeah Dude, he got the gig don't fucking shit on him for exactly. it exactly and if he's gonna eat a dick let him eat a dick like yeah because because two things are gonna happen he's gonna fuck it up and then you'll be right yeah. or he's gonna crush and then we've and just, you got, just look like an asshole and you look like an <laughs> asshole and we've just got another talented another yeah. talented comic in town Johnny, Johnny and I were, he was, he was talking about because of, you know, Chappelle opening that venue. He's like, we're going to be like the only, one of the only towns that has an A, B, C, and D list comedy club. Yeah. Cause you got, you, cause you know, you'll have Chappelle's space, you'll have Funny Bone, you'll have Wiley's and you'll have Brickies. Yeah. And that is wild. Mm. 
I was trying to yeah. find out who the D Comedy Club was, but it's, then I was like, we, yeah, it's yeah. Brickies. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> now I was like, who's the D Comedy and, and, and I do not mean that as, a, as an insult at that. all. He And he knows that. That open mic last week that I hosted was, I did not have a good time. Um, That's crazy. It was they, one of his, he sold most tickets, almost the most sold tickets. Like 50, sold like 50 tickets. <laughs> to the open mic? Yeah. yeah. Did people bring great. people? Um, one guy brought like seven or eight, but there was just a lot of, it was a lot of tickets pre-sold. He's doing a good job of marketing in downtown Miami. It's very yeah. like He's, there's people that come out to that mic like regularly. Well, cause they, cause they want something to do. And it's five bucks. It's five bucks. They already love the brewery for some reason. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. They were very nice to me. They love the Star City community. They like, love Star that. City Brewing sucks, yeah. but like they've got that food spot and yeah. Well, they had it's kind of just a staple area. They had some. They had. Some, I don't know if they were from like 4H or something like that, but they had some guys there who were just grilling burgers and dogs Hell and yeah. just selling. You could just go buy a plate and go Dude. get burgers, dog, and you know some sides. And people were bringing it into the comedy club, and I was fucking hungry. I've thought about like asking them if like I could do that. Yeah, so, like early fall, just yeah. asking them if I can just fucking back my girl up. Yeah, cook and fucking sell food. Something mm. tells me they don't <laughs> need you to have any kind of business license. Probably to do not. That. They probably. I could just be like, sure. hey, I'm, I want to sell plates for seven bucks. Can I do it right here? Yeah. Be like, yeah. So you want to sell crack? Sell crack. Yeah, Go ahead. Probably want to cut. That's about it. If you are in or around the Dayton, Ohio area and you want to know more about what's going on in the local comedy scene, we have a website for you. Go to www.gemcitycomedy.com. That's www.gemcitycomedy.com. We've got profiles on all your favorite local comedians, as well as a calendar and guide to all the shows going on, whether they're open mics or big headliner shows or showcases or whatever we have in store. You can also submit your own information to the website to be updated with 48 hours i run this website myself it is a passion project of love so make sure you guys go check that out right now go to www.gemcitycomedy.com to get all the information on the dayton comedy scene i think it's hilarious when a woman expects you to look at their tits because they're huge but then you don't and they almost seem like offended by it <laughs> yeah <laughs> to where like i had a customer today came in like she had like kind of like a low cut but she had huge tits right and i can mm. tell from just my peripherals that yeah. they were massive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and I go to help her and I was like, Hey, can I help you? She's like, Hey, I had this pickup order. I was okay. And I just stare right in the eyes and turn around. <laughs> yeah. Oh give yeah. Give it to her. And you could tell like in her head, she was like, he didn't stare at my tits. That yeah. son of a bitch. That <laughs> what a gentleman. That, that fucking, fucking cuck. He, he treated me like with respect, that piece of shit. <laughs> I wanted you to fuck me with your eyes. You sometimes you just want to feel I fucked. Look, as a guy who can't even get regular fucked, being eye fucked by a woman would be great right now. I don't know, man. If, you could get, if I fuck could get you pregnant, that'd be weird as shit. Maybe a lot of, maybe that's what Jesus, I mean, God did the Mary. He yeah, just I fucked, fucked her. her. I fucked her. <laughs> He's just that fucking good. Like, what's the old Chuck Norris joke? It's like, the he, all he, coming he, eye. He, the all coming eye. All seeing, all coming. Whispering eye. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We're fucking dumb. Oh, holy shit. That's well, good banter right there. That's great banter. Well, it's just weird. Like, I mean, it's, it's odd. She's had her tits. I'm like, lady. 
Well, this what, is the world. And then it's 50-50. If you would have been caught fucking like taking a quick glance, you could have been fucking smacked in the face. Yeah. Like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And the thing is, too, it's just like... Men have it so hard. <laughs> when will people <laughs> recognize our plight in the world? It's weird. It's just like, I get like, cool, you could dress like that. But then like... Like, can you get mad if somebody looks? Well, it's like in the, in the two, early 2000s when all the chicks were wearing the pants with juicy on the ass. It's like, you know I'm going to read it. You know I'm going to look. It's sparkly and it spells a word. I feel like people at the gym, like the women at the gym or people in the gym that generally like film their sets. Yeah. I can't stand those people. Well, not only that, it's just like, yeah, you look sometimes because you're like, what the fuck do you do? But then they, yeah. they're, you're like, what the hell are you staring at me for? Yeah, literally. Because you got a fucking production over there. <laughs> You've got a camera crew while you're doing squats. Especially I'm like curious. if I end up being in the video, like if I'm fucking trying to work out and I see that somebody has their camera yeah. and I can see it's front facing and I can see me in the video, I'm like, I don't want to be in this video right now. Yeah, Why yeah. the fuck am I getting chewed out for looking there, at you? There's just one you... guy on Twitter, I think, answering his name, Joey Swole. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls people out of oh, that shit. Oh, he shits on people. He shits on them for it. Like, why? Hilarious. Like, this guy didn't do anything wrong. Right. Why are you walking by? Maybe he was just looking around and taking it into surroundings. It's a gym. It's a big, busy place. I mean, Jesus now, Christ. Now, I've seen videos where, like, people will stare down at a chick. Yeah. And that's oh, weird. There's but, that, like, yeah. But if you, like, look over and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and the ones that are immediately like, "Why are you looking my way? Why do you want to see me naked?" I don't want to see you naked. I don't want you. You first of all, like first of all, first, you, you always, squatted and can't get up. Like I'm trying yeah. to help you. Well, like you, 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 you see, like a lot of times on those videos, especially when it's the women doing it, where like their clothes are bright and colorful and also almost non-existent yeah. anyway. It's like you are putting on a colorful, moving display of something I generally like. <laughs> I'm gonna look. I did. I. I did. You. You knew. I'm what not you gonna were, stare, I'm, but like well, I'm like, catching well, the game. But it's also like you set all this up specifically to get looked at. Yeah. Do not tell me otherwise. Well, I was like, I remember one time I did feel bad. I was looking at a chick, but I didn't realize I was doing it. Yeah. Because this is this is long ass time ago. I was doing. There were. I can't remember what room I was in, but she was in like the leg thing, right? The squat. Like, oh yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. I'm like, okay, but like I'm going through my set and I zone out, but I'm lifting heavy. Yeah. I think you've t told us this before. Uh, I don't think I've heard this. One. I'm lifting like super heavy and I just, I like, I drop my plate and just look. Yeah. And then she's like, ugh. And I also have my headphones in, but she gets up and I realize I'm staring at her crotch the entire oh, time. No. She's like directly across from me and I'm not realizing like what. Yeah. It's how you just zone out because I was so focused on lifting yeah. heavy that I was just like, well, but also it's like she's right across from you. Does she want yeah. you to do your set with your eyes fucking closed? Like, I, just, I will always remember that. I did feel bad about it because then I realized oh, sure. what I did. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, sure. You don't You don't want to do something that makes someone feel uncomfortable, obviously. She never came back to the gym again I, that I saw. Good. I felt bad, but yeah. I was just like. I hope she gained 100 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you just zone out and shit. Yeah. Oh, it's wild. Now, I, I usually just creep at the gym myself but i do so in the mirrors so they don't know <laughs> there's mirrors all over the place i'll pretend i'm taking a selfie for 40 minutes just but i'm really masturbating <laughs> just staring in the mirror like that guy's got a huge dog I'm just gonna <laughs> fuck him. hey sometimes i will glance at a bulge momentarily just to be like good for you man admiration <laughs> Either good for you or damn. Game respects. Wear looser clothes. <laughs> You're not showing me anything. Game respects game. There's this one. 
where like I've caught this chick at the gym look at like I don't know look at me like I cause I know how people what they do is they just zone out and shit yeah or like if you're like turned to look around and then you catch eyes with someone at the same time so now it just looks like you guys are just both looking yep. at each other now you that now, is now you're in love. And, like, this chick, like, four times. Oh, <laughs> no. To where it's, like, it's so awkward. To where, like, I I'll just be, that. like, I'll get on the, like, <laughs> like I remember one time, I, <laughs> this is the best fucking thing it's ever. I literally, like, fucking, we fucking, I was walking down the ramp to go into the, the rec center to lift, and she was walking by. I was, like, looking at my phone. And she was also looking at my phone. We both looked up at the same time, looked at her directly in the face. It was so fucking weird. We haven't said a word to each other either. But so fucking weird because she's done it to like two or three times. I've done it to her and actually like two or three times. It's like, what the fuck is I, this? I have that tendency to zone out sometimes. And I, I there was one time during when we were working on rent still. Um, I, I zoned out hard when somebody was when they were talking about something. And I think the choreographer thought I was staring at her and I felt really fucking bad. So I like made a point to like, just try not to, like, just try to avoid eye contact with her. I made eye contact with her like seven more times that night. Yeah. And I was like, she thinks I'm fucking creeping on her now. And, and there's nothing, you and there's can. nothing I can do <clears throat> to the point where like, we all got together for a 4th of July party uh, last month. And she was there, and she was there with her husband. And I swear, he was like running defense, standing between me and her the whole fucking day. <laughs> Never mind the fact that I was there with, you know, girl I've been seeing. So I was like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good, dude. It, it, it's also pretty sure I could take you, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of those scenes like you try so hard, but it keeps on like, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck. If you are in or around the Dayton, Ohio area, and you want to know more about what's going on in the local comedy scene, we have a website for you. Go to www.gemcitycomedy.com. That's www.gemcitycomedy.com. We've got profiles on all your favorite local comedians, as well as a calendar and guide to all the shows going on, whether they're open mics or big headliner shows or showcases or whatever we have in store. You can also submit your own information to the website to be updated with in 48 hours i run this website myself it is a passion project of love so make sure you guys go check that out right now go to www.gemcitycomedy.com to get all the information on the dayton comedy scene we saw oppenheimer uh last weekend oh yeah fucking everybody's in that movie were you to the point where like in oppenheimer where i'm like i'm like maybe rami malik wasn't gonna have a speaking role he was just in the background i thought that yeah and i was just like are you gonna Wow, they just Ryan Reynolds, this guy, but, well, literally. But also, it's Christopher Nolan. I think any you get that's that speaks wonders to how much people want to work with Chris <laughs> Nolan. Where it's where Rami Malek, who is one of the biggest stars in the world right now, he's like, <laughs> like, hey, will you come be in my movie for literally five minutes? Yeah, and have, have like, three lines. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, absolutely. Why would yeah. I say no to that? He's got it. He's got it. And I'm sure the budget was able to accommodate decent pay for those quick five minute fucking it's, roles. It's part of the reason why uh, Nolan's movies tend to be so expensive is because he gets yeah. like the biggest, which granted he's putting talent in, but yeah. it's like that makes his movies really expensive. Who, what production company did that? He was does it? his own. Um, he's okay. got his own production studio, uh, Legendary Pictures. It wasn't, oh, you mean like what big studio? Yeah. Um, I think this was the first one he didn't do with Warner Brothers because like, he usually has worked like exclusive with Warner Brothers. That's um, such a good movie. 
Dude, Oppen, I haven't the been more able I to... Thought, oh, sorry, go ahead. So I've been able to shut up about <laughs> it since Saturday. The more I think about it, the more I think it is his best movie. I really do think it's Nolan's best movie. I would have to go back and like... I want to watch it I would have to again. spend like a week of like watching his films and just like dissecting them as they go yeah. to make that call. But it's certainly been one of my favorite Nolan movies. Dark Knight Rises is like my favorite superhero movie. Yeah. I love Dark... Well, not Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, I love that movie, but I'm like... Like, That's why I'm saying it's like if I'm telling you Oppenheimer's his best movie and 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 that includes The Dark Knight, yeah. like it fucking rules. Did yeah. he he did all three in that? All three of those. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. And they're great, all great. Yeah. But I'm like, man, Oppenheimer's fucking it's really very, very good. good. I don't want to have it. The only movie I haven't seen it has Tenet. That's it. It's the only movie I haven't seen. Univer- I haven't seen that either. Universal Pictures. That's who it was. Cool. Which which they need a win. And, um, I, and I love Inception. Oh, Inception's great. I love Memento. Ted, it's the only one where I'm like, no, yeah, it's, it's, ju- it's just too weird. It's it's too out there. Interstellar, I don't even know. Interstellar's great. People <laughs> shit on Interstellar. I don't know. Why. I no, like Interstellar. Awesome. Yeah, dude, we, that was one of the movies they put on our uh, on our prison channels. Oh fuck yeah, dude, it was fucking. There was literally the first night it was on there. Everybody was like. There was just a general agreement, nonverbal, that everybody yeah. shut the fuck up. This movie's going to start at eight. We're all watching it. Mm. Nobody say a fucking word. Like, this, this is why I think there were even like like uh, basketball games on that night too. Oh really? Yeah, and we they were like we're watching this. You were watching this fucking. You're watching fucking Interstellar. Anytime a like a bigger, like you know, cinematic masterpiece style yeah. movie like that would come out, like. Fuck sports, fuck the yard, like everybody's literally well, chilling watching this movie. And it's Nolan, you're in the middle of the reconnaissance, yeah. which was going yeah. on at the time. I mean, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> this movie only had a budget of $100 million. Yeah, because they really didn't, if you look at the special, there's really not a lot of special he said He said there's like all, he said there's virtually no CGI in this yeah. movie. Which is crazy, they blew some shit up. Yeah. I know it was only like that brief, you know, 15 minute scene where shit yeah. was getting like exploded. He said, he said they did something to basically recreate their closest approximation of what the explosion would yeah. look like. And I'm like, that's that's super villain origin story shit. Yeah. This movie has made $440 million already. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I also think a lot of that can be helped by Barbie. Yeah. Which I haven't seen. I know, Vander, you've seen it. They marketed it perfectly. The, the Barbenheimer yeah. thing that's been going on helped. I didn't catch him in the movies. same night, but I watched Barbie yeah. on Friday night. And no, then. but that a lot of people made that their weekend yeah. Yeah. To, was to go see both movies. Was it both produced by Universal? No, it was just weird that Barbie and Oppenheimer were coming out yeah. the same weekend. It, it just became a meme. And it became a phenomenon. And then everyone went to go see both fucking movies yeah. and were like, they're not as different as you think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, yeah, Oppenheimer was so fucking good. Man. I, think he'll win. I think he'll get nominated for an Oscar. Oh, if, dude, no doubt. If he doesn't, I think there's going to be an He Oscar should win it. Do you think uh, Gary Oldman will get nominated for Best Supporting Actor? No, but... <laughs> No, but God damn it. <laughs> I would not object. The minute I recognized uh, Gary Oldman, it took everything in me not to scream because yeah. that has been such a running gag for the three of us. And I was so happy that he was there. I was like, I was like what the fuck? Mm. Gary Oldman? <laughs> he really is in everything. Um, I think Downey should get nominated for a supporting role. Yeah, he was really good in it, too. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Emily Blunt might get nominated, but I, if it were up to me, I probably wouldn't. I don't know. Uh, I have to look at what, what else has been going on this year. It's hard It's hard to say. Well, I mean, that's 
by the end of the year, Oppenheimer will have been the biggest movie of right, the year. Right, but I'm so. talking about like other yeah, like yeah. leading lady yeah. performances. I'd have to see what else has been going on this year to see whether or not I think oh, she'd wait, get when they nominated. Do, they do supporting actor and actress, don't they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah, she'll get she'll get one. She might. I think she'll get so. a nomination for best supporting. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of people are getting nominated for that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. I'm going to be interested because you can have multiple nominations within the same movie. It yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. I'll be curious to see oh, yeah. how many nominations are for Oppenheimer. Probably every major yeah. award He's will have somebody in for it. Best actor. He'll Killian get, Murphy? Oh, yeah. for sure. No one get nominated for best director. Yeah. If he doesn't win it, I'll be upset. It'll probably get best adapted screenplay. Yes. And it'll get uh, best um, sound. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When that explosion happens. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen Oppenheimer, guys, there's an explosion. If you haven't uh, read a goddamn read, history book. If you haven't paid attention in history. That was the thing that got me was like, I've, I have I know history well enough. I, I know how everything turns out. I was still turning coal into diamonds with my butt cheeks. They, they built tension great. And when that explosion went off and all the sound went away, except for like the, the natural sound, mm-hmm. that was so fucking cool. Oh, my God. It's, you know, it's, it's really fucking, it's a great fucking movie. I have not been able to show Does up Murphy about not it. have Killian Murphy? any Oscars yet? No, he's no. not really been in anything like, because you got to figure he did. Um, he would have got one in Batman Begins. No, no, nothing. I mean, he was only Scarecrow. Yeah, I know. He did, you know, I mean, yeah. before he. That was also before the big superhero boom. But not only yeah. that, you got to figure it too. He was also in uh, that one show. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders Ed. never got an Emmy. Yeah. It was one of the most watched shows on television. Killian now Murphy. just creates memes for fucking douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> Killian Murphy's one of those actors. He's always amazing in everything he's in, and he's in a lot of shit. And it's just he never, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, everyone remembers where he got his big break was 28 Days Later. Because that movie fucking rules. Yeah. As a lover of zombie movies, that's one of, that's, that's. They also that's did what, uh, Sunfire or. Fire. I can't remember that one movie. He's also in that. Same director as 28 Days Later. Oh, okay. Um, and then he did uh, Red Eye, which was, he was fucking scary in that. It was like this horror movie on an airplane. Amy Adams. Yeah, I remember Amy that. Adams. No, it wasn't. Or not Amy Adams. Um, it was oh, a, a, uh, was it? a chick from Bones, right? No. No. Son of a bitch. I don't know. But anyway, he was really scary. Rachel McAdams. Thank you. He was really Rachel sc- McAdams. He was really scary in that. Um I love Killian Murphy. He's great in Inception. Yeah, he's fantastic in really good in Inception. <clears throat> yeah, it's just yeah. I'm I'm really hoping, and also like, especially in the last few years, the the Academy loves biopics. Ever since Bohemian Rhapsody, they love biopics. Those those have been winning out like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I have uh, I love that uh, preview we saw for that Bob Marley movie. Looks good. It looks that really is going to be really really good. Um, that looks really good. That 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 hedge fund stock movie looks like something up your alley. Whatever that fun. Nah, movie I, saw, was I saw that preview a while ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, I remember okay. talking about it for a while. And I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is <laughs> um, Strays looks funny as fuck. Oh, the well, the dog with, one. With the dogs. Yeah, I love a I love a stupid dog comedy. Um, what was? How was? There's any other? There's no other. Um, did we see one for the Meg too? Ugh. I'm so fuck. That. I'm so fucking excited why for the Meg. Love that I fucking love it, man. I love every. It's got sharks and stupid, dumb action violence. I'm into it. People are like fucking really. really I'm so fucking stoked. Really into it. I'm I love because you know what it is. So stupid. It's because it's so stupid, and the first one 
does not take itself too seriously. Okay. It, the first one is very much just kind of aware of how dumb it is. And I'd, I'd look at it like a kaiju movie. Like, it's just a giant monster movie. It's that's it's like Rampage. Yeah. It was based off of that, that dumb video game. But if you just go into it as, like, a giant monster movie, it fucking rules. You know, Pacific fair. Rim, Godzilla, all that shit. Love it. Fair, fair. Rosie, fair. what the fuck are you doing back there? Climbing all over shit. Because I never had this door open. I bet your cat says the N-word. <laughs> she brought... <laughs> She scared the bejesus out of the mail lady today. I had the front door open with the with the glass to let some light in, and she yeah. was putting the uh, the mail in the mailbox. And Rosie just jumps like a foot in the air and swats the glass on the door. <laughs> I watched the mail lady like jump like a foot back. <laughs> Hell yeah! I love the whole movie itself. I love like his struggle. Yeah, because he yeah. realized what he had to do, but then he was starting to realize, wait a second, like this is what's going. Yeah happen and then even towards the end when they kind of like spun it and like kind of created the potential uh Mm -hmm. of their of him like not feeling bad and him like if he went back he would do the same shit the same way over and over again because it made him the most famous man in the world so like not only that that's the aspect that i liked from it he's so dialed into he's he's in it for the discovery he's in it for the science yeah. He's, not even it, in it. he's not even thinking about hey. the destruction aspect. Yeah, he's thinking about like yeah, just there, just being able to do it as yeah. a, as a scientist who is immensely curious about everything, especially the way that he was perceiving everything so weirdly, uh, not weirdly, but differently than everyone else. Yeah, of course he would do it again. Yeah, you know? being you a just son- imagine having that hang over your head though, like oh my god, no, like he's like yeah. Like the whole, his whole, the whole thing was like, we create this, we end the war, but we got to also kill this. This is going to kill this many amount of people yeah. when you end the war. And the first one didn't end the war. It was the yeah. second one that did. Yeah. So you're just like. Because what was it they said in the movie? Is like the first one's to show him we could do it. The second one's to show him we could do it again. Yeah. Just it's, such a, was the, he said that, that, that gave yeah. me goosebumps. I was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. It's like one of those things as a good person, like you. It's such a tough thing to think about. I mean, like I, I just hate Japanese people anyway. So. I get it. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's I hate anime. anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, that's why they make cops go to psychological after they shoot somebody. They're supposed yeah. to go to psycho evaluation, psychological evaluation before they can go back on duty. Really? Yeah, they're supposed to. I don't know if that actually fucking happens. But. Well, that's weird. If I felt like I like I killed somebody, it wouldn't bug me. Is that weird? Oh, I think it. I think I think it would depends haunt on the me. circumstances. Well, yeah, that's that's fair. If I wasn't paying attention while driving and I ran over a baby, that would fuck me up a yeah. lot for the rest of my life. I'd probably shoot. I ran over. Up. I ran over a squirrel once and thought about it for a month. So, but if I had to do it, like if. Somebody was threatening like me or my oh, family, yeah. and I had to do it. Yeah, I don't. Self defense, different story. Fuck. It would probably like I would probably like think on it and like obviously, if especially if it was like a bloody incident or something, then that would be traumatic. But I don't think I'd ever like regret it. Like that yeah. one dude that when I worked at Walmart that died on me. Oh yeah. It didn't bug me, but it bugged my manager mm-hmm. and the other guy working with me yeah. a lot. But me, I was like, okay, guys, what's how did he die? Uh, basically, what happened was he. It was his first day out from having after open heart surgery. Like uh-huh. it'd been like like a month or two. I can't remember yeah. how long. And he just kind of passed out. And then he, we were all like by the we were by the fitting room, 
we saw the guy fall. I was going to get him. We went to go get him water, helping. I was talking to him. Gave some water. He just gargled up and just. I was like the last person he talked to. Fuck. And it didn't. I understood the situation, but it didn't like. Yeah. Bug me, but like it really bugged my manager, and like uh, but but me, I was like. Uh, no, that that would stay with me. It, it, like I don't know. I just I think I think about that a lot in the sense of like, hmm, why didn't that bug me as much? It should have bugged me. Because even my wife, my wife at the time called me, my first wife. She's like, you're all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Hmm. Some so, people yeah. are just kind of able to handle it. I see people fucking overdose all the time when we're getting rehab. So like, yeah. yeah. Does that bug you? Not really. Like, I mean, it sucks. Like, I have empathy for their, like, families and shit. But it's not, I don't, like, stay awake at night yeah. because of it. Yeah. I have. I've had to, like, give people fucking Narcan and shit. And sometimes oh, yeah. it hasn't worked. Other times it has like, I panic. I've I I've been very lucky in my life that I haven't experienced a lot of exposure to death. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I was in the room when my when my dad died, and right. that was the ten, zero that's out, somebody you love too. Zero, like. zero out of ten would not recommend. It's, I'm hoping it's, I'm in the room when my dad dies. <laughs> different, but again, well, different circumstances. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, I, it's not something I've, like, I've been around, but I panic when friends get like too fucking drunk. I'm like the first yeah. one to be like, Oh shit, what do we got to do? And everyone's like, they're, it's fine. They're passed out. It's going to be fine. Mike, they're puking. It's going to be fine. They just peed himself. Okay. Let's do something. Oh fuck. He's dead. <laughs> but it's weird to my wife. It's where my wife yeah. and my kids. So like yesterday, yeah. like it took it took Melissa. Melissa said she was going to go get lunch with a friend because they they had to go. It was the first day back to where they can go and they set up like the room for the kids type yeah. thing from basically their sensory room because she speeches uh, speeches teaches special education right. And so they set up that room and so it was afterwards she went out to lunch and it was like she went in at like she she called me when she got done. They went to lunch at eleven, but it was like. Two thirty, three o'clock by the time they got home, which is fine. But like in my head, I'm thinking like she just got abducted. Now she's dead, right? Type thing. But it's just like one of those things I'm thinking about. I was like, how come on that? I was just like, I took it so fucking far, to where I almost gave myself a panic attack. But from like everything else, I'm like, hmm. I guess you some like crash a car in the building and be like, hmm. yeah. I can see a bomb drop on me and be like, okay, well that's weird, but whatever. Bye. But shit like that I don't know I mean obviously it's my wife or my kid but it's just like one of those things I don't really think about it doesn't really I feel like it should bug me but it doesn't I think there's I should react differently but I'm like hmm. I think it's more normal than you think probably a lot of people probably feel exactly the same way like they've either seen shit or they think about how they would react if they saw shit and it just doesn't yeah. Have an impact on them. Like, stuff like that doesn't always have to be, like, experienced in, like, mm-hmm. anything you get used to from experiencing it a lot of times. Sometimes it's just, it is or it isn't. Yeah. Well, like, when my dad died, I was inconsolable for weeks. Yeah. With Grandpa, it was more of a... And again, I know we've talked about this before, but it's like that idea of like when it's when you say it's too soon versus when you say they lived a good life. Yeah. Grandpa was 82. You know. Yeah. Um but also it was the difference being with with dad it was he was fine, he was fine. Eh, he's not doing great, but he's still okay and then in like a weekend it was yeah. gone. Yeah. 
grandpa it was like when we got hit when we got grandpa when we got dad's diagnosis we knew there was always a chance he could beat it with grandpa when we got his diagnosis it was like oh there's a ticking clock yeah, yeah, yeah. so i've had a lot more time to prepare to prepare for yeah. the fact that like my grandpa probably wasn't going to make it to the end of the year now obviously when we got told hey instead of a year he's got like weeks we were like oh that blows that's that changes <laughs> then so I, I think i cried more when i got that news than after yeah. he after he died i was just kind of like oh so you had already slowly accepted that i had kind of had to, well especially because after we found out he only had a couple of weeks i then was out of town for a week and every time my phone buzzed i was like oh is this the call the one, is this yeah. the text is this yeah, the? Yeah. and then after i got because he didn't die till i got back and so the whole time i was back and my mom was up there staying she was like i'm gonna go we're gonna i'm gonna go up she went to go stay until it happened every time my phone buzzed so i had kind of like prepared myself for the news yeah. for a week and a half and so when it finally came it was all it was more of a okay i, I, I hate to say the word relief yeah but it buzzes and it's like oh, you just been my training. DoorDash order yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is not the delivery i wanted <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> um so yeah it's see yeah, I, think, I think it just depends on every situation and with that like the instance with your dad and your grandpa and you mike with your you know potentially happening to your wife or kids like that's more grief than it is true trauma yeah yeah, yeah. it's not so much seeing about- a stranger die can be traumatic for some people and unimpactful for others i also view it as like all my grandparents are still alive so like yeah. i'm really wondering like when they go they're all going to go pretty fast because they're all old and too like i have a lot of money on the line here <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to be an honorary Mike and uh, be a part of the three mics in a whole different way, head on over to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the three mics. That's patreon.com slash the three mics. We've got a single $5 tier that gets you access to the whole shebang. Everything that we're going to start rolling out, whether it's live streams, uncut episodes, exclusive tickets and other stuff like that. Who the hell knows what we're going to do, but it's simple. $5 a month gets you in as an honorary mic and hanging out with the three mics over on Patreon. Once again, go to patreon.com slash the three mics and become an honorary mic today. The three mics are going nowhere. Nowhere in particular. That's right. Nowhere in particular. Cabinet curiosities to be exact. Come see the three mics live on stage on Sunday, November 12th, and nowhere in particular, Cabinet of Curiosities in Kettering, Ohio. Get your tickets and all your info at www.the3mics.com. The three mics live at nowhere in particular. Sunday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets now. right in the just 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 right in there you guys remember that guy that was on the local news several times hi everyone this is jj the co-founder of good pods if you haven't heard of it yet good pods is like goodreads or instagram but for podcasts it's new it's social it's different and it's growing really fast There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. 
On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening.